Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 31. Whoa. That's crazy. <laughs> um, homespun holidays and the black market hustle. Yes. So holidays are coming. It is. And I feel like that's okay. So that's a bit of an aggressive title this week. Like the black market <laughs> hustle. What are we even talking about? Um, I know it sounds slightly illegal. It's not. But we got on to talking this week about, you know, obviously we all we all know I'm totally down to make a trivet or two for holiday gifting. <laughs> um, but right now... I, it's really not a secret. I say that we're going to let you in on a secret. It's not. There is no secret. Do your <laughs> holiday shopping now. If you right. are the crafting type, stock up on your crafting goods now. If you're going to need them for the holidays. Because, yeah. um, you know, our real-time lives uh, are in the supply chain world. And it is, I shouldn't say it's a train wreck. Because it's not a literal train wreck. But right. it is a canal getting st- or boat getting stuck on the canal that triggered a I don't know there's like thousands of ships right now outside of the port of LA just sitting like ducks because they can't mm-hmm. get in and it's crazy but yeah. it got us to talking about how or what uh, we could make not necessarily as gifts for people that we know but gifts that we could make for other people to trade them or barter with them for their gifts that they might make or services that they have. Um, And man, it really got my wheels turning just thinking about kind of the capabilities there. You know, you see these people that are like, okay, some of these trade up things that you see make me angry because I'm like, Oh, okay. Your two year old kid asked you to trade this paper clip up and buy a house. Like, okay. Right. wanted to get on the news. (laughs) Um, But I do like, seeing where like okay you know you you obviously are a lot speedier than I am so I'll throw a blanket out there it would take me like it takes me a long time to make a blanket I've only made three it's not good but (laughs) it takes me a long time to make a blanket (laughs) yes and I know that you're not really that's not your favorite thing to do but I just lack motivation (laughs) this is what it is I I get it and I I also get work like working on the same coloring is gets boring too because been making dishcloths out the ears lately and I was on a roll with a couple color skeins that I had that I didn't think I would use for anything else and I was like man I've got to change if I have to see this color one more time that's me and I need immediate gratification I don't I don't like yeah doing the same thing for a long time I need to see progress like and... look at me look what I just finished yes I agree yeah. I, um, I need to feel accomplished at, at something every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, but that's the only way I stay motivated. Like if you could make a blanket for someone and in return they would, you know, gift you, yeah. I don't know, you lumber know, or a massage or, or – Yeah. Yes, I mean there's yes. so many people who probably listen to this podcast that don't just knit or crochet or maybe they don't do either one but do other kinds of crafts or baked goods or you know like I said candles sun catchers thing, I was things thinking like even that. like some people do like the homemade scrubs and or like gosh right now it's sickness season I won't even call it flu season because we just won't go there but I'll call it sickness season yeah and you know we've got some folks around us locally that make elderberry syrup mm-hmm. 
dude, I'll be totally hustling some hats or dish gloss for some, you know what I mean? Like that would be yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's, that's such a good idea for this year and not even just this year, but like any, any year, because I feel like if we can get more towards the supporting the small local businesses and the makers and the crafters and the designers and all that kind of thing, instead of just buying just the factory made mass produced stuff, that would be so much more special. I think. Yeah. And I feel like too, it's really neat. Like I was able to craft this with my bare hands and then trade it for this that I otherwise would have had to pay for, Mm -hmm. but it's going to come in handy too. Like, okay. Toys. I'll use toys as an example. I've got, well, Remy's probably still my only, like, toy age child. Gatlin has a few he'll still play with occasionally, but not not all the time. But yeah. either way, if, you know, this year, like, it's always, like, the LOL dolls or the baby lives or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what if I could bargain up and trade around for some of that kind of stuff? Like, I feel like... Yeah, that's what it's going to come to with parents for this year. And I'll be honest, I bought some extra items last year Mm -hmm. that I feel like I'm probably going to be eBaying out this year because I feel like it's going to be prime. Yeah. Well, Um, yeah. And especially like if you still have them in boxes and stuff, why not? Sure do. Yep. Sure do. Some duplicates and things too. But yeah. um, Sorry, that was our county's finest that clearly have no muffler or exhaust system on a vehicle <laughs> it's out of control here it really is um but yeah so i don't know it's i don't know like now i'm kind of thinking differently about gifting in general i guess i should say like like i don't know gift cards are always an okay gift and i my mom, if she were here, would hate to hear me say that because she hated gift cards. Oh, no. Like, she would make the rule at Christmas, like, you know, we would always do a, like, a Pollyanna or a whatever, Secret mm-hmm. Santa type thing. And yeah, everybody would have somebody else that we, we weren't buying for everyone. But, like, her rule was, had to be under, like, $40 and no gift cards. Okay. But I'm going to be honest. I love a gift card, especially to, like, a restaurant or a Starbucks. Yeah. Like, nothing better than it being, like, a rainy day and being like, man, you know, whatever. I wish I had that. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to use this gift card. And then magically your day got better. I mean, I, I see no no wrongdoing in gift cards, personally. Yeah, I like gift cards also because I like being in control of what I want. And I feel like a lot of people have the best of intentions. But sometimes it's on the wrong track. Like, for instance, if someone were to get me yarn for a Christmas present or whatever, I'd be super appreciative for it. But if it was freaking thread yarn, which I do not care for, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, thanks. I'm going to get you a shirt that says really... play all day because <laughs> you love it and you know it. I know. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm going to tell your sister we need a I... shirt. <laughs> I actually have um, a half finished project that I started during, well, like the beginning of summer and I really need to finish it. But like at this point, I'm like, I really just don't want to anymore because I have lost all motivation to get it done and I've now 
started probably four other projects since then and just the Gosh. thought of having I feel that in my soul <laughs> I just don't want to do it that's but, hilarious yeah and <laughs> and I don't like being an exchange person either like even if it's something I really don't want and I know I'm not going to use it just to have to be bothered by taking it back to the store and doing or the like, whole, like exchange process <laughs> yes and my anxiety rules my life clearly so like I panic about like even if I did want to take it back and I don't know, get a different color, maybe yellow's not yeah. my color. What if they see me there and they're like, Oh, are you <laughs> taking back the shirt? Like, I feel like it's a sign code after so or something. <laughs> right. Well, and so, and I feel like anybody who has had kids or babies can relate to if you've ever had a baby shower. And I know that's kind of an American thing. I feel like I know there's a lot of countries that really don't do baby showers. Yeah. And and for birthdays too. I've heard that there's a lot of countries that really don't do like birthday part like they do birthday parties or birthday celebrations or whatever but not like we do because you know how like the first birthday is always like this grand extreme event and it's not really sure do. yeah it's just not really like that in some other places so maybe some of our listeners don't know what I mean by this but I'm sure probably a lot of them do but so when you have a baby shower for instance I feel like a lot of people buy like the size zero and newborn size diapers and you end up with maybe 30 packages of those but then yes higher than that. like the baby's never gonna grow and um like the newborn clothes and those things so when Lucas was born I found myself having to take a lot of stuff back and exchange it for bigger sizes because by the time he got around to wearing those sizes like he was you know way outgrown and here I had you know 14 packages of size newborn diapers and I don't think he was even in newborn diapers (laughs) I think when he was born he was already bigger than those so yeah we had that problem too um neither of my kids fit the cute little newborn diapers that have like the little cut out for their cord and all that Mm -hmm. nah these hosses came in straight into the size ones (laughs) yeah it's just i it i know i know i got off on a tangent here but it's just the whole whole return and exchange process and they're like do you have a receipt for this I'm like no they didn't give me a receipt and then they look at you like you stole them from the back of the store and are trying to exchange them. oh my god I hate that I hate that too but I'll tell you what I used to work for I'm sure I can talk about that because it's been a long time ago but Pier 1 Imports <laughs> way back in the day if not they'll strike me down you know what <laughs> Pier 1 Imports is listening to this podcast and kudos to them uh, but I used to work for them for a few years back in the day and it was always kind of scary because the area store that I worked at on the east side of Columbus um, had like a theft ring that would come in mm. and if you walked in the store and turned to the right that was like the dining section so we had like table runners and dishes and just all kinds of stuff over there but the table runners were like fancy schmancy tapestry blah 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 like $60 a pop okay and it looked like a curtain panel folded in a plastic thing if you will they would literally come in open up their whatever bag they were holding and like tink 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 off the shelf all these table runners oh no and then walk them up to the counter and be like yeah I need to return these Oh, no. And you were not allowed to, like, 
confront them and be like, yeah, what's up? You just stole those from my shelf. Right. Um, which I get. You know, I get it, I guess. But I was fuming. Like, you're not going to come in here to my store. I was fuming. I know. I hate um, that because it's like... It, it almost makes you feel like you look stupid to them or like they think that you're stupid. Like they're and... getting one over on you. Right. right. So what we were allowed to do at the time, and it's been, I mean, a decade and a half, if not longer. So I'm sure policy has changed. Uh, we were allowed to issue them a refund on a gift card. And the second they hit the door, you could go deactivate the gift card. Oh, nice. Behind the scenes. Except for, as you would know, my luck would be that they then came back in because they got crazy because guess what? The gift card did not work when they went to purchase this dining table at like another store. Oh. <laughs> um, so we had to call the cops and I got their license plate number. Well, they then wanted to get crazy because they were, they were like, that's my information. You can't have that. You can't write that down. And I'm like, it's, it's literally public. on the outside of your car. Like it's right. anybody that's ever driven past you has the same information. And if you're not doing anything wrong, like you say, then I'm not sure what the problem is. Oh my um, goodness. And that's when I realized retail in the city was not for me. I loved retail. I really did. I love doing all like the visual merchandising stuff and like setting up for the holidays. The Christmas setup was my favorite because I would come home yeah. like, covered in glitter. But yeah, the people part is where uh, I realized I it was not the life for me. literally loved retail too. And if it was a situation of having to work holidays and weekends and stuff with having kids now, um, I would still do it. Because it was not a hard job. Let me preface this by saying anybody that works in retail, I'm not saying that you don't have a hard job. I'm just saying that of the jobs that I've had, that one was probably the easiest. But see, Pier One was not for me because I'll be honest, I was probably manlier than the men that we did have working at my location. And not to say anything about that, that is just a factual statement. So we had to unload trucks twice a week. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know how, like, I I would always be so sore and so tired because it's, like, big furniture. Mm-hmm. And these trucks, knowing what I know now about the trucking industry and freight, we never yeah. had a lift gate. They had these, it was, like, a whole truckload, and they had these weird conveyor belts that would, like, you could raise up to the back of the truck, and then, like, you'd huh. lower the next one down a little more, and the next one down. So then you'd, like, roll these big-ass armoires and all this stuff off the back of this <laughs> truck, but... I'm sure those drivers loved me because back in my heyday of being like 17 and, and running a Pier 1 store, um, they'd hand me the delivery receipt and I'd be like, okay, here you go. Sign it. Hand it back. <laughs> Without ever know. having even seen if anything was oh. there, damaged, missing, whatever. That's um, a nightmare situation for us now. <laughs> you oh, know? I know. Looking back, I'm always like, I'm so sorry, Pier 1. If somebody would have just trained me right, I probably would have <laughs> cost you so much money. Right. But, you know, oh, the good old know. retail days. And I will say I did also love working for Pier 1 because at a really good discount and they are generally in the same block vicinity of a Starbucks. Oh, so I would never eat lunch on my lunch. I would be like, OK, lunching Starbucks and go. Who wants in? I had a great boss at one of the stores that would always say. I'll buy if you want to fly. And I'd be like, okay. 
<laughs> I'll go to Starbucks right. on your dime. You're right. Don't I worked at the outlet mall uh, all through high school, probably, and I'm not even joking, maybe like 10, 12 stores out there I worked at. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's. Is there uh, like a punch card for that? I don't know. What um, a prize. I would like to know, though, what the actual dollar amount was that I spent in Chinese food at the food court, though. Uh, Did you know, though, that walk and roll is not there anymore? No, that makes me so sad. I really haven't been there in years, so. I have probably Um, not been to the outlet mall, I would say, in probably, like, a solid four or five years, at least. It makes me really sad. Well, we, we went to Old Navy to get Fourth of July shirts. That was the last time we were there. Um, but it makes me really sad because like I can always count on some good bourbon chicken. If nothing else at that mall, just let me get that bourbon chicken. Right. And it is no more. Well, and everybody around here, all of my friends, they all worked there too. Because if you didn't work in fast food, you worked at the outlet mall. That was <laughs> those were the jobs. <laughs> and so everybody who I worked with were people that I went to school with or what have you. And then if I would change jobs to go to a different store I'd go there they'd still be the people that I went to school with or whatever so and I wasn't married at the time I didn't have kids at the time or anything so I literally just worked after school and on weekends to socialize (laughs) see my first job was like that too it was a bunch of high school kids and from my school but also from like the other local schools around us um and it was a man it was a shit show to be honest with you like I don't know what they were thinking hiring all of us young kids but and you don't we see tore that, that place anymore up. I don't think like I personally don't see a I'll lot tell of you uh fairly local to us both if you ever check out Horny's Barbecue mm-hmm. um off of 22 there they always have had high school kids in there so oh, I really? commend them for that um yeah, I didn't know I mean, if if it was more of like employers didn't want to hire teenagers anymore because like there was maybe changes in the child labor laws and they're like, eh, we're not dealing with all that, or you know what I mean? Or if it was I think just, at like, first they didn't work it was more it. like we don't want these immature kids, but I'll tell you what, yeah. now it's like yeah, these lazy adults don't want to work. So hey, high school, right? Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's weird times we're in for sure. I just I, don't know. I'm not calling anybody out by name, but I saw somebody post on Facebook uh, within the last 24 hours on my Facebook that said they can't find a job anywhere. And I wanted to be like, you cannot no. swing a dead cat and not find a job. So you're not looking. And or like you the amount of comments job. on it was crazy because they're like, have you applied to such and such? Have you applied here? Have you thought about here? Have you looked uh, on this website for this, this, and this? And I just was like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> like, I'm not going to comment anything because I have nothing positive to say about that. But yeah, uh, I for don't anybody understand. that lives in our area, staffing is an issue. So you can no, certainly can find a job. Not even just our area because, like, we go to North Carolina to the beach and there are posts all the time. I belong in a couple beach groups there because I'm that person. <laughs> um, but they're always posting like 
we're having to cut our hours here tonight at this place. We literally don't have staff. If you know anybody that's whatever, hey, we were supposed to have a chef show up today. They know called. You know anybody that's looking for a job? We'll pay. And they're paying like $20 an hour. I'll go chef it up at the beach. I wish it was all year I know. round. That's what I was going to say. I Well, and I know this makes me sound like a weirdo, but like if I were staying at a place for a few weeks, I would totally like go work there for a couple weeks you know just help out when you can maybe a couple hours an evening that can be some of your vacation money and, and okay you know, i don't know i would i, would I do don't it. think we probably should start like any sentences with i'm probably gonna sound like a weirdo i feel like we are 31 <laughs> episodes in and all of our listeners realize we are weirdos <laughs> and keep coming back for more yeah which actually shout out uh denmark iceland Oh, we welcome yeah. you. We see you. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Welcome. Um, that's really exciting for us. I love, love seeing new countries listening. Um, because then honestly, you know what the first thing I do is type in that country's name and then like knitting and then crochet and see like, man, wonder what they do here. Is it different than what we do there? Like, I, I don't know. So right. it gets me excited to learn about it. We would love if. And you would think with me crocheting as long as I have that I would maybe know the answer to this question, but I don't. So, okay, so maybe topic for next week. Um, how are patterns written in other languages? Because obviously single crochet in English is not going to be single crochet. And for instance, Mandarin, you know, so how, how are the symbols written? What is it called? You know. Right. And okay, that's a good point. Okay, we're on to something because I've always wondered and I was thinking about it today. I always see like n- my needles will say like US size whatever or you know 5.5 millimeters or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it gives like US size 8 are the ones I say are I feel like the most common if you're using worsted weight everything calls for a freaking 8 size needle. Yeah. Um, but it always says US size but like I wonder if like I could ask in my UK group. They're pretty okay. They don't get at me for chitty chatty like old <laughs> what's her face. We're still holding a grudge this week, are we? Oh, you know, it's the best thing I do ever. Uh, <laughs> grudges all grudges for life. Um which okay. So dirty look of the week this week. Um I don't even know where to go on this because there's a whole lot, including the people with no mufflers that just keep driving by <laughs> while we're trying to record. Um, I don't know. I, I don't ever try to get political on here, and I'm not going to try to, but I will just say Dirty Look of the Week goes to shitty terror groups that kill innocent people because this week was a really, really tough and emotional, draining week for us, and... Whether you agree, disagree, how we got there, how we were leaving, how we were anything, it doesn't matter. What happened is terribly sad, and a lot of people lost lost family. So mm-hmm. I'm really sad, and I feel like those stupid terrorists get our dirty look this week. Honestly, they get a whole lot more than that behind the scenes, but appropriately for what we're doing here, it's a super dirty look. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna broaden it a little bit and just say anybody who on purpose tries to hurt other people, you agree look of the week. You know? Agree. I mean if yeah. we could 
quit our day jobs and go finding people that hurt people, especially like, okay, I don't mean this to sound in a bad way, but especially like good people and kids, like Mm -hmm. you want to accidentally off the serial killer or, you know, child rapist, by all means, accidents happen, do your thing, guy, whatever. (laughs) Um, That's between you and whoever you believe in and whatever you do from there, not (laughs) to judge, but like good people, man, that's what sucks like. I don't know. It just sucks. It just good, innocent people. It sucks anytime. Like you said, anybody. I like that it's broadened there. Of course, I'm thinking a little more tunnel vision because yeah. it's what we've dealt with personally and uh, in our face, I think, over the last week. But, like, I just feel like it's just crappy times, people. We don't need all this other really crap is. on top of it. Like, look, there's COVID and there's all these other sicknesses and there's cancer out the yin-yang. And, I mean the weather is crazy and everything in this life is crazy. We don't also need your hateful crazy, like just knock it off people. And I mean, again, just like, I feel like pier one imports is not listening. I'm sure terrorists are not listening to us either or serial killers or if serial killers listening, please reach out. We could probably do an episode about that because oh. true crime is pretty big in the podcast world. Oh, I don't know that I want to get wrapped up in a serial killer situation. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. think I can clear my schedule for court hearings. And so we heard that you had a serial killer that we've been looking for on your podcast the last couple months. We're going to need all of your files. <laughs> no, I was thinking, okay, no, no, no. I was thinking more like like a grandpa serial killer that's probably been in jail 30-ish years. <laughs> Maybe just wants to get get some stuff off his chest. (laughs) No, no, I'm not trying to get wrapped up in the middle of any current or open investigations. No, thank you. Please reach out to Brittany directly. (laughs) I want to see my way out. But no, honestly, though, and I'm, I'm going to, I don't, I don't know, maybe navigate us into this direction a little bit, but. I feel like, though, if more people were knitting and crocheting and things and had their minds occupied on other stuff besides bringing harm to other people, you know what I mean? Like, maybe get a hobby. Get a hobby. So, can we... I don't even know that we're going to need donations of yarn. I might have enough for the first year to get us started. Dollar Tree sells crochet hooks. We could probably buy them in bulk. When we do this world tour that we're planning, because yes, people, we've been planning a world tour from day one. We might already have a tour manager and a hair and makeup folks. Uh, But anywho, when we come, this is what we will do. We will also, can we start a campaign to spread yarn and needles? Yeah. I don't think I trust people with needles until we know, because I'm going to be honest, if we're trying to talk them off the ledge of terrorism, I feel like those needles are pretty sharp and awfully tempting looking. Um, I feel like we've taken such a bizarre turn. <laughs> it's what we always do, though. It's what we do best. So you know, join well, us. Join us six months from now when we're on the uh, tour of other countries where we are delivering yarn and non-blunt force objects that can be used to knit and crochet with. Um, I just want the i I want an RV. Can we get an RV? Yeah. And just I mean, drive the RV not. around from place to place. 
See, this is <laughs> why this is we? why you're my person, though, because I suggest an RV and you respond with, "I don't see why not." <laughs> I mean, zero doubt, right? Anything, including an alpaca farm or a buffalo ranch. I mean, whatever. The problem with the two of us is that we both get fixated on dreams and you and I neither one anything is impossible and I love that about us because we could always at any time of day text the other one and be like oh my gosh look at this Pinterest board that I just started we are going to such and such like okay so my poor husband he has no idea uh, (laughs) where I'm about to drag him to (laughs) but so I've got a Pinterest board now called Hit the Road 2030 because my plan is come 2030, I'm going to travel the whole U.S. And so tonight I found a um, a map of the U.S. and it's a whole like road trip to hit up every um, uh, national park in the u.s and there's like 400 and some national parks in the u.s but it's like where you, i mean we could start at the i think it's the kaya tell you what national park, park i think you're not gonna go to again <laughs> i will go through there because it's on my road trip and i'm gonna have to but okay i'm gonna have to take dramamine though i think but oh. yeah so i was like okay six month trip it is uh that's what we're gonna do and then i want to go from Key West, Florida, all the way up the coast to Maine, and I want to be there by fall. Actually, nope, 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 nope. I changed my mind. I want to start in Maine in the fall, where the leaves are going to be super pretty, and then drive down the coast for a couple weeks, stay at little places, you know, beach campgrounds um i might also have something saved on one of my pinterest boards of 21 different campgrounds along that coast that you can stay at on the beach and i want to then go down to key west and then we'll be there probably by winter when it's really cold and then you know kind of kind of chill there for the winter might the certified weather trained weather spotter advise the hurricane season does not end until november 1st for the east coast Oh. So please plan accordingly so that you're not stopping in every little town that's going to be under like evacuation. Or oh, something. I didn't think because, about that. Um, yes. Well, as you'll know, last year we tried to take a vacation to North Carolina in August. Right. And kid you not, we were ready to pull out at six o'clock in the morning the next morning, seven o'clock the night before my phone rang. And I was like, North Carolina is calling. Well, that is odd. <laughs> and sure enough, it was the resort letting us know that the island was under evacuation and we were not welcome to come. Oh. So, I mean, if you start up far, like, I will have to look at see what time, like, when the peak foliage viewing is. Yeah. I was thinking maybe, like, mid-October because that's kind of, like... Then you'd probably be okay mid-ish. because by the time you started working your way down, you'd probably be out of the out of the window there. Yeah, well, and I figured just to get through Florida alone, like that—that that would be at least a two-day trip for us. I don't. I was worried one day. We did the Caribbean cruise in November, and I was worried about that because I'm like, yeah, this is only a couple weeks outside of hurricane season. So what's not to say, hey, let's get on this giant ship and head for the hurricane path, right? But we lucked out. Really nice weather. I'll be honest, we the whole time on the cruise. 
I don't know that it rained once. I think it might have sprinkled like a little bit once. But other than that, no actual rain the entire time, which was kind of surprising. Um, That's good, though, too, because I would probably panic if I was in some kind of a storm on a boat of any kind. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Jeff and Catelyn didn't do good with the seasickness even without a storm. Oh, Remy yeah. and I were okay. There was only one night where I took a Benadryl just to help me fall asleep because when I laid down, it felt like almost like when you might have drank a little too much and like the room is a little spinny. Spins. Yeah. Yes. When I laid down, it was like you were laying on a paddleboard out in the ocean and like just in the waves. Oh, no. And I was like, nope, can't do it. So I took a Benadryl, went to sleep, totally fine, woke up fine. Um, we had these patches you can put behind your ear that help for that too, but yeah, I, I don't know. A storm would be really bad. I feel like too, I would not do well also because like you only have the limited TV channels. So I would be demanding like a weather update stat. Yeah. Somebody tell me what's going on. They have to do these drills on the ship though, which when you first get there are kind of crazy. They call it like a muster drill Hmm. and Everybody has to, like, report to their area of, you know, if something catastrophic were to happen, like, you report here, and it's kind of a pain in the yeah. behind. See, and I hate that, too, because even knowing that it's a drill, I still panic in situations like that, as if it's not. And I'm like, okay, where are the kids? Where is everybody? Like, I'm, you know what yes. I mean? Like, so like that's on. <laughs> we had like uh, wrist board, wristbands and then we also had it looked like a credit card almost with your picture on it like a carnival ID you could use that to charge stuff to your room you used it to pick your kids up you did whatever um, but you had to have that to prove that you were there and did the drill and know the evacuation processes and whatever but our little group was kind of fun because like I mean you know Jeff he's a jokester with everybody Mm -hmm. and we had to sit with these people that we don't really know like all kind of huddled in this area for like an hour together oh Um, no I mean okay maybe it wasn't an hour I might be exaggerating it felt like an hour but I mean for at least enough time that we got to know them and know where the rooms were but it was funny because like the rest of the crews anytime we saw anyone from our little drill area it'd be like hey how are you you guys doing good hey did you check up like we were all like family all of a sudden um, the people that we had our drill with, I don't know. It was a very strange thing, but you're yeah, like, these are the people I'm going to die with. Do. So better. Get to know I just that. kept thinking like, this is very Titanic. Does the band still play or right. I don't know. Um, I still haven't seen that movie since I was in fifth grade and I refuse to watch it again. I will spare you my belting out. My heart will go on, but <laughs> I saw it in the theaters and For some reason, the movie theater in Chillicothe and Shawnee Square did not keep track of how many seats they had versus how many tickets they sold. So actually, we ended up sitting on the floor of the movie theater to watch the movie. But you want to talk about ugly crying. Uh, We all know I'm a crier anyway, but it was like you would have thought that those were my personal relatives. I was traumatized when <laughs> I watched it. Um, actually, it's funny because my mom and uh, her husband at the time, they went out on a date that night. And the movie had already like come out on VHS. And um, my grandma was babysitting us. And um, she had wanted to watch it. So she watched it. She didn't realize 
you know, some of the scenes in it were probably not 10-year-old appropriate. But, I mean, whatever. We watched it. And um, so the the first half of it was fine because not really much happens during, you know, the first half. But it was the second half and, like, seeing the bodies floating and the kids dying and all that. Like, no. No, ma'am. No. <laughs> I did not watch it again. And then your brother-in-law, Eric. Um, so the only night in the 14 years that Eric and I have been together that I have stormed out of the bedroom and gone and slept in the living room was when he decided to turn on Titanic when I was trying to go to sleep. Um, (laughs) we have a no TV in the bedroom rule now. And I know that that probably makes me sound like a bitchy wife, but I don't care. I have to sleep to go to work the next day. And Eric, who works nights on the nights that he's off work, will watch TV until 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning in the bedroom at an ungodly volume. And it will be shit like Black Hawk Down or whatever, where there are literally people screaming and shooting guns and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and it's it's horrid. And I <laughs> I won't tolerate it anymore. Or it's That's over with. It's not happening anymore. So... Um, he had watched Mad Max that night and I was already pissed because I hadn't gone to sleep and he knew that I wasn't sleeping because I was tossing and turning and putting the pillow over my head and like (laughs) as passive aggressively as possible to send the message, turn the shit off. So he, he didn't get it. So finally the movie is over. I'm like, okay, finally we can go to bed because I'm like, it's three a.m. Surely he's not going to watch anything else. Nope. False. I heard the Titanic music going that comes on at the very <laughs> beginning. And I stormed out of that bedroom so fast with my blanket and pillows and slammed the door behind me. Probably kicked over the fan on my way out. I don't remember. But, like, I, I violently left the room. And I went out into the living room. No, actually, I didn't even go in the living room. I went in Lucas's room and slept on his floor. And... So then Eric comes in maybe like an hour later or so because I know that I was already asleep. And he was like, hey, I turned the movie off. I'm getting ready to go to bed if you want to come in the bedroom. And at that point, I was like, what's what's the point? Because now I have to be up for work in like two hours. So what's the point? Oh, man. So that was the end of that. So it was okay. So it was Titanic that broke the camel's back. The straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> and there was no more TV in the bedroom after that. So. See, I feel like, I don't know, I guess I don't get as traumatized by movies, maybe one, because I've had a super traumatizing life that sometimes, I'll be honest, I don't realize it's as bad as it is until I'm, like, telling someone a story, and then they're like, what? Oh my god, that happened to you? And I'm like, oh, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, did it? I don't know. I'm gonna backpedal out of here as fast as I can now. But, like, I can remember, you know, we had like a TV in the living room and a TV in our bedrooms growing up but I can remember like mom letting us watch crazy stuff like um, Salem's Lot mm. I don't know if you've ever seen that I've not seen it but I've heard of it yeah okay I'm super scary like I don't know 70s maybe vampire movie super scary uh, yeah. we were not allowed to watch The Exorcist and to this day still haven't because mom told us not to and I don't care if I'm 37 or not I'm not going to do it um but we like full metal jacket. I probably saw that when I was like ten. Oh no. Like that's yeah, that's super not not my mom um, was not like that. She would not let us watch anything that was not rated for us. 
the first PG-13 movie that I saw, aside from, like, ones that I saw with my friends because my mom didn't know about it, but the first one that she let me see, I was 13. Like, there was no PG-13 movies to be seen oh, in our house until man. I was 13. No. No rated R movies till you were 18. <laughs> like, she... She was not okay with that. And actually, she was super pissed at my grandma for letting us watch the Titanic. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Which is probably why, like, I was not prepared for Hocus Pocus when I was six. Like, you know what I mean? I wasn't I wasn't ready for that yet. Yeah. I mean, Hocus Pocus at six, though, I could see how that would be a little scary because they're creepy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's I probably know. why I'm afraid of my own shadow now, if we're being honest, at this <laughs> at this stage of my life, because I wasn't exposed to desensitizing material. <laughs> I can't wait until it is time to get we don't have central air in our super old house. So there's like no in between. I'm either sitting here knitting and I'm cold with a blanket or I turn the air off and I'm good for about 10 minutes. And then I'm like, oh, God, I got to turn that back on again. What is going on? So I welcome once it gets cool enough to take these air conditioners that we have out of the windows, because I'll be honest, Jeff, you know, works a similar evening night shift type situation Mm -hmm. to Eric. And these air conditioners make a lot of noises and I don't like it because I'm like, what was that? Was that the air conditioner or is that someone creeping through the dining room? I don't know. Um. But I always hear weird noises and I freak myself out about that stuff more than I like I see these memes all the time, but it's 100 percent me like I can fall asleep watching Investigation Discovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me learn all about why, you know, Patty snapped and killed her husband. No issue. I literally will fall asleep to it. But pretend that there might be a ghost in my downstairs and I can't handle or or a cicada for that matter, because <sighs> I had a cicada in the house too. When do those things die or go back underground or whatever it is? I don't know, do? but I'm hoping by fall. Do you I'm have hoping. them really bad at your house right no. now? No, I've only seen a couple this year. Oh my gosh, they're relentless here. I don't know what is happening. We didn't have them at the spring when everybody was like, oh, brood X cicadas everywhere. We didn't have anything. Uh, right now though, they're like kamikaze cicadas and I just don't know if it's because it's coming toward the end of their season, but they're like some daredevils. So this one landed on the screen of our back, like screen door. And I should have just flipped it from this side to like get him off of there before I opened the door. But I did not like the dummy I am. I thought he would stay where he was at. And if, if you don't know what a cicada is that I am talking about, I would like you to look it up. It looks like a house fly on steroids. I mean, this thing's like yeah. as big as my palm. Um, they're huge. And they make this really loud, like, clicking. Like, it's like a, I don't know. We were at baseball Saturday. And I'm like, what? Where is this thing? God, it's so loud. Like, so loud. Yeah, it was sitting right on the railing beside me. And I didn't know the whole time. But it's like they're just getting braver. I come out the other morning to let the dog out. And there was like five of them just staring down my back door. So I'm like, oh, this is what we're doing at six in the morning. Cicadas. Yeah. Nobody better make a move. And like I creak the door open for the dog to get out. But they're so just loud and annoying. I would assume that they'll be gone before the first frost or before the ground freezes. Because if they go back into the ground, they probably are going to have a hard time doing that if it's froze over. Okay, well, I'm going to need them to go, and then I also need to 
The only thing that sucks about going forward, though, is we also get the stupid stink bugs in the fall. Yeah. And I hate those jerks. Yeah. Like, I'm so not a fan. I don't know. Can I say I am I'm getting ready for us to fall back in time. Oh, here in the I next can't couple months. Wait. I'm like I I I I do love the summer, but I am a seasonal person and when it gets towards the end, I get very excited for the next one to come. Then I could never live in a place where the seasons pretty much stay the same like Florida or like San Diego. I've got, you know, some coworkers that I oh, work I could with live on my in San Diego. Sign me the heck up for that. They say it's like, you know, 70, 75 degrees there year round, which is okay. But when it's Christmas, I don't want it to be 75. I want it to be snowing. And on Easter, I want to see, you know, daffodils and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I'm just a very seasonal person. I just want things to I agree. But to have 75 and sunny year round... And no humidity, because see, that's it out there. Yeah, they don't get this humidity like we do, to where it's like, in the high today's eighty three, real feel twelve thousand. Right. I mean, I... This, the past <laughs> few weeks have been unbearable here. We have a coworker who I said that to the other day. I said something about the humidity when we were in Tennessee, and I said it was like walking outside of the hotel um every day and I said and just someone laying a hot wet blanket on you and he was like oh my god I've never thought about that he's like that is the perfect (coughs) (coughs) sorry analogy he said a hot wet blanket and I said that's what it feels like and I said I can't with the humidity it's hard to breathe well and it's just like I I don't mind sweating if I'm working out or I'm doing physical activity or whatever it's whatever yeah but just to not even be able to stand here without sweating profusely <laughs> right. is ridiculous. Like, right. no, no, I yeah. can't. I just want to be able to sit and knit without also being hot. And that's like, last week at baseball, I was even using my cotton because I was working on dishcloths. But I was like, and one row and I'm going to stop there because I cannot even, it's like sticking to me. It wouldn't, you know how, mm-hmm. well, I don't know how you hold your yarn for crocheting, but um, mine is kind of like loop de loot around my middle finger, if you will, like yeah. my tensioner finger, kind of. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't even like slide; like it, it was just sticking. So I was like, "Yep, not doing this anymore." So yeah, I don't know. Although I looked at the ten day forecast, and nothing in the next ten days has us outside of the seventies. I know. I'm ah. so excited. Especially Tell us, um, coming up. I want to know what is the weather like where you're at, and what type of projects are you guys working on that you could hustle on this black market for yarn crafted items we just created today um <laughs> we I would love like to hear from you a bartering website or something we need to look that up let's okay let's do it hashtag it's ours don't steal our idea um <laughs> no seriously though yeah let I us just... know what's happening and where you're at in the, your neck of the world and we do really appreciate our new listeners and we hope you know, you join us next week. We appreciate you sticking out tonight with us. It was a long one. And fun, you should though. know by now, we just really like to talk a lot about everything. Yeah. So we hope that you give us some feedback. You can find us Facebook or Instagram at DL, Or you can email us, which would be dreamy. It's spelled all the way out. Needleshooksanddirtylooks at gmail.com. 
Um, and otherwise, back for next week, we are going to find out about pattern writing in other countries. So if you've got any feedback on that, help us. Help us collab for next week's episode. We want to find out how these patterns are worked out and how they're written in your country. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So find us again on social media at Needlesucks.io or you can find us here next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.